Alright, what's up guys? Welcome back to the G-Team Podcast. My name is Peter, one of your co-hosts at the G-Team Podcast, and I am joined by my other co-host. Me, Udusomi Masaki, Prof OJM. I'm a, you know, relations manager at the G-Team, something like, something like. And we're here, this is a special edition, by the way, this is an engineer special. Plus me. By two guests. Laddie, do you want to introduce yourself? Me? Laddie. <laughs> oh, Laddie, right. Uh. You guys, you guys, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Feeling a bit nervous. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But yeah, okay. we got, we got Ali and Laddie, two new members from the G team, and they will introduce themselves. I'll give uh, I'll let Ali introduce himself first. He's looking very uh, eager to say so. So, yeah. Yep. Well, uh, good morning, afternoon, and evening to you all. My name is Ali. Um, I am a third year aerospace student at Brunel University, London. And uh, yeah, that's my whole CV. <laughs> Very good. Got some interesting things to talk about. Yeah. Right, then. Yeah. Can you hear me now, yeah? Yeah, Laddie. Yeah. I hope so. Oh, lovely. All right. My name is Laddie Joseph, third year mechanical engineering student at Loughborough University. What else? Let me, let me boost my CV. I'm sports sec for Wilson School. Yeah, let me just Jeez. add that there. Yeah, I'll add I forgot to mention, I, I'm forward. in the HR department. <laughs> I do apologize. Yeah, very, very nice. So, yeah, today we're just going to talk about you guys. And as Oli said, it's a special edition. Obviously, I don't do engineering, but all these other three people do. So, yeah, how's engineering, guys? Ooh, big question. Engineering. <laughs> big question, bro. Uh, I mean, since we, we I think, wait, uh, yeah. Engineering is good. Um, it's interesting, but it's uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, that's my comment. <laughs> Literally, um, yeah. Of engineering, uh, I can say like engineering is quite interesting. Like it's a lot of work. Sometimes you love it. Sometimes you hate it so much. That's like, why did I even choose this course? It's, uh, like, I mean, it builds you, like it builds you as a person. I feel like you get to work in teams, you get to spend like 10 hours of your day doing work. So these are things that, like, I guess you could enjoy. Yeah. Well, so I was going to say if engineering was a story, if it was a book, and it was, if it was written by Shakespeare, it would be Romeo and Juliet. It's a love and hate relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> You love it because it's so fascinating, but when you get to the amount of work you have to do, it's uh, it's quite hectic. It's uh, mm. backbreaking. Okay, I've got a question. Because I know what the answer is for me. Did you have any idea what you were getting yourself into when you decided to do engineering? Okay. Well, <laughs> I did. Um, I did know that it's going to be hard, but... Um, Honestly, in my mind, it was either engineering or nothing because I had like no background of any other job. So I was just like, hey, being Middle Eastern, parents are like, you're going to be an engineer. So I was like, you know, I, I basically just took it. I, uh, I took it and I was, uh, I was like, to be fair, I don't even know why I picked aerospace though, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody in my course is a plane enthusiast and they freaking love it. Like they, they see a fl plane flying 
they, bro, they can tell you like what made it is, what airway, what time it took off, and I'm just looking like, yo, <laughs> it's a plane. Uh, but I'm no, it's, it's really, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. I've learned so much so far. Um, would definitely recommend if somebody who's unsure about their career choice to pick up engineering because of just um, the amount of uh, career paths it opens up for you. Uh, so if you wanted to, or if I wanted to, uh, I could go into finance, I could go into just a whole bunch of other things, except, well, I mean, including engineering. Um, yeah. I'd say like for me, choosing engineering was basically like, Secondary school, I was good at math. I was good at physics. Growing up in the Nigerian family, it's like, okay, that's, that's just the path to engineering then. <laughs> so like you said, I'm going to do <laughs> I'm going to do engineering. A lot of my family members ended up being engineers as well. Like my dad was an electrical engineer. My sister, electrical engineer. Two of my brothers, mechanical engineers. She's just like, okay, everyone's in the family as well. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to miss out, like, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew it was going to be like one of the more difficult course courses but like I considered like that I would still like get through with it but when I came to uni when I knew that like okay it's probably harder than most courses you know when you meet new people you tell them your course I'm like okay I do mechanical engineering like the reaction is always the same thing it's like oh, oh you must God. be smart I hate that sport. so much <laughs> you know what I mean oh, I hate it so much <laughs> yeah. they treat you That's like you're a freaking action. alien they treat you as they literally seen an alien you're like wow engineering it's like yo chill out chill out there's harder <laughs> degrees out there I promise you definitely um, definitely yeah but it seems like for both of you there's been that element of like your environment heading into university it sort of like dictated it kind of shaped the path that you've taken i'm curious <laughs> now maybe this is going to get a little bit philosophical so let's go the first level of this question is did you actually choose engineering or did engineering choose you which one was it and what i'm trying to say is in life as you're making all these key decisions and you know this is going to be quite like a big thing you know you're at university now like this kind of mm -hmm. dictates like where you're going to go next how much do you think those are those factors mm -hmm. for example for both of you like you know having parents or a family that are almost like not necessarily pushing you but like i'd say like sorry that general direction how much of that do you think really affects the pathway that you take in your life um, well, my my mother, uh, bless her, she's uh, she's always was comparing me to my cousins, <laughs> and she'd be like, "Look, they're top of their class in maths. Why can you not be?" And I was like, "All right, calm down. I, I, I do." Um, but like uh, being a, so, I'm I'm actually um, I'm, I'm me, my dad, stepmom. Uh, we're the only people um, over here in our family. So all my family are actually in Iran. But okay. even, uh, yeah, they, they were like, oh, yeah, they're top of the math class over there. Why can you not be? I was like, yeah, um, about that. <laughs> There's, like, so much more going on over here. Um, and, like, yeah, my mom always just kind of, like, uh, pushed me in the direction of, like, look, you're good at math. Uh, you can solve problems. You're a bit creative. Not too much, but just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> why, why don't you go into, like, engineering and stuff? And, um, honestly, uh, like, the way I looked at it, I was like, engineering, you can work inside or outside. You can go into other different things. 
And in a way, I would say I personally picked engineering um, because I didn't want to, uh, I would do like pure physics or pure maths or anything. Mm -hmm. Engineering is like a combination of all physics, chemistry and maths. And yeah, I, and I just find like building stuff pretty cool as well. And uh, yeah. And also, so, sorry, to, to get it back in there. Um, I also noticed that like with engineering, there's always that community that you can be part of. Whereas I feel like uh, with stuff like finance, you, you're kind of all like, you know, you're kind of like separated or uh, you're kind of working against each other rather than engineering. It's just all working with each other. Major um, shots to my, to, yeah, my, to my that's my opinion. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I've experienced. How would you say that like, you found it, Peter, in uni? And this is like a whole other discussion in terms of with your course, course mates. Um, like, um, do you feel like they, your competitors more or do you feel like you're, you're all in this together? Or is there just no relationship there? Do you know, like, like for me, it's funny that you say this, yeah, because when I see, let's say Ali talks about engineers being bonded together, right? That's true in the sense that I'd always see all the engineers up in the library at 3 a.m. bonding over suffering. That's what I do, you know, <laughs> in a perspective. <laughs> you, guys, you guys would have, like, an exam at 9 a.m. that day, do that exam, hop in the library, and then be in that library until your next exam, 9 a.m. the next day. Like, that's, 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 that's bonding. Well, that's fun. I don't, I don't, I mean, personally, for me, like, I'm not trying to beef my own course, mate, so I don't think I, I had that much uh, uh, com competitive nature with my own course but obviously that does exist and i feel like that exists it exists in any environment you know what i mean it, it's kind of i feel like it's the circle that you surround yourself with healthy competition mm -hmm. is good but obviously you get to a point where it becomes a bit toxic and then this is obviously like a completely different conversation entirely but i say you need a balance you know you need to you need a circle that pushes you enough but else and um destroy you mm -hmm. completely I think I've, from from what I've seen, engineering seems to be like that because you will relate through the pain that you suffer. <laughs> Definitely. In Spain, without the yes, you know about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's good. yeah. You know, I find it interesting as well that just it's one thing the different cultures mm. that you find within like different courses there's, there's different culture like university culture student culture a way of getting along but then also and this is what i'm really interested to hear there's different cultures between each university so yeah. i know like for us in loughborough it's very small like there's a campus you bump into people that's just how it is there's loads of different circles like going on individually but then there's so much overlap within these circles. Mm. And like, you're only like sort of one or two connections away from any other person in the union. It's really interesting. I'm just wondering like, for you at Brunel, what's that like? Um, at Brunel, it's it's kind of funny because um, our uni to like, compared to Loughborough is like a lot smaller. Uh, so <laughs> like <laughs> the distance between your uh, like sports field and your like, I don't know, canteen or like the main gym is like pretty much our whole uni, uh, including all the accommodations there is. So it, it's quite, it's really small. And uh, I think the population is about like 10 to 12,000 people as well. Um, 
and that people mainly are here for design uh, because it's like supposedly one of the best ones in the country and uh, the second one I would say is engineering and then the third one is maths and then it goes on to like finance and stuff but uh, there's there's actually I don't think there's many like diversity of courses as like for example Lafra has over here because I, I mean like I know there's courses who have like literally like 15 people in them like there's drama here somebody was saying like um in, in a like a rep um meeting somebody was saying oh there's like 15 drama students in uh in in the like uh what's it called in their class right it's like 15 people that is literally like one of your group projects um Right. Um, as of in terms of engineering, there's, I think in my year there's like about 200 people, and we pretty much know each other. So, uh, and then being a lot smaller than Loughborough, we always see each other. We always hang around. We all have each other on like um, uh, you know social media and stuff. We also friendly together. Like there's literally just I don't know. There's no drama around here because everybody just knows everyone. And mm -hmm. when you're walking down, it feels like being at school, which is like so dope. And I'm actually kind of sad being last year because I don't think I will ever see this many people my age in one place again. And like all working towards the same thing. And I, I find that super, like I get anxiety thinking about that kind of thing. But obviously every good thing has to come to an end. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I say that's the same for Loughborough as well. Obviously, I'm on placement right now, so I don't know what the environment's like, but I did being there last year, even though we're quite a big-ish campus. I feel like everyone always knew each other in some shape or form, and they have some mutual connections one way or another. And yeah, man, it's going to be a, it's a different environment, I suppose, getting adjusted to uh, obviously even that student group and whatnot. But yeah, that's, that's why, yeah, I, I was going to say it's like, have you guys found the environment now, and how, would you say it's affected you? Obviously, not being around so many other students because of restrictions and whatnot. Have you found it's been different, or not so much? Yeah. I mean, I, I could answer this again, but I let Laddie talk uh, this time. I feel like I've spoke too much. What was the question? Like, my phone's bugging out, so sometimes I literally don't get the question. What was the question? <laughs> I was, I was just talking about, so obviously we were talking about the environments that we were in and how see, they can motivate us sometimes and, and you guys bonding over your courses or this and that, but with that not being so much of uh, an availability right now, have you found that to be uh, a major factor in affecting you in, in some shape or form? Has it been hard to get used to? And if not, have you worked around it? I'd say luckily, like for me, I think the, the whole COVID period when lockdown started, obviously that's when everyone just simply went home. Mm. I was in, literally like, it went from my whole Elvin, which is like, you should know how Loughborough campus is like, it's packed, so just life everywhere. It literally went from everybody being there to literally just me, my brother, and one friend in the entire of Elvin Richards. So just like alone for that entire period. And school was still going on during that period as well. So I guess, that period basically helps in adjusting to this period now that lockdown started. So it started from there, like, there was just free time out of nowhere, like, what exactly am I going to do with this time now? I said, okay, let me just get down to it. Let me start. I was in this phase as well, where I was like, okay, personal development, like, this is a thing. I'm just going to start building myself. 
just decided to grow this routine, waking up 7 a.m. I started to like change my mindset in a way as well. Like to look at mech and to look at whatever work I was doing as like building towards the future, helping me in some way. So from then, I just started doing work like every day, even like as a funny thing, just by reading. So building that habit like one month, two months, three months. So like now, it's just a stage. I still love doing work with people because like literally for mech as well, like all these just like one of the people, like we have, we have this group of like five guys. I would say first year, second year, like probably would, I don't know what exactly I was doing throughout the term. But like I would always end up like five, six days before the exam. Like we just literally go to the library 24 hours every single day. Like, well, like we did the yeah. for like five modules in the space of 30 days. And it always worked for some reason. Like I would still get like a decent result. Obviously, like this is third year, so I'm like, I'm not going to play around like that this year. But yeah, I think now I'll do it like a system where like I still prefer to work with people, but even like when I'm alone. I'm still like able to just like get down to you could just play some music, put on a podcast. And like literally it's like the main issue is normally like starting. There's this like resistance when it's like, okay, let me do work, let me start the work. Let me just breathe like those first five minutes, just open up my laptop and just get to it, then just go through. You find at the end of the day as well, like you feel much happier when you've stressed yourself to do work, but you've done the work than if you don't do work and it's just in your head like, oh, I'm behind, I'm behind, I'm behind. It's like choosing the lesser of two evils at the end of the day. But yeah, that's basically it for me. I wanted to add something to this. Um, uh, honestly, like, you know, COVID happening is it, so tragic. It's literally slowed the whole world down, you know. Uh, it's ruined so many things for so many people. But at the yeah. same time, I feel like, for me, it's allowed me to grow a lot as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... it's it's literally has allowed me to uh, go on the right path that I want to be on. Um, And also because of COVID, everything being virtual and you don't actually have to go anywhere. I've met a lot more people than I would have had if COVID didn't happen. So I'm somewhat grateful for it. Like even the G team, I don't think I would have uh, ever like, you know, met you guys if, uh, if COVID didn't happen, because you you guys would have done like, because you were in Loughborough, you would have probably done like, you know, in-person meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now because of COVID, everything being virtual, like I'm part of this and I'm, I'm grateful for that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, like, you know, especially exams being online too. That's, that helps. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but I don't want to say too much, but you know, that kind of helps. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in, in some way, what way, um, I'm actually kind of um, grateful the fact that, you know, um, like I am able to do what I am right now because of COVID. But I, of course, it's still traumatic, um, the fact that, you know, millions of people have got it and thousands have died from it as well. Definitely. It's like, it's a terrible situation, obviously. But like, when you're in this situation, it's like, what exactly are you going to do? Are you going to like make it affect you, you're going to just find the best possible thing to do in the situation. Like yeah. being a home is like it's worldwide is such a terrible thing, but you need to look within yourself like how exactly am I going to make the best out of this situation and build myself. Mm-hmm. Like I got so much free time. Like you can actually like look at your life now. There's no one around she does not like the world isn't like moving to so there's no distraction in the way. So mm-hmm. you could do at yourself and say, okay, what exactly am I going to do in life? What's my meaning here? 
even even like when I was doing like mechanical engineering, I was able to like find that time to actually like look around my life, like okay, what so am I going to find purpose and where am I going to do moving forward? Like GTM, I I most likely wouldn't have joined this group if COVID didn't happen. Like you notice as well, like when COVID happened, like lots of online things started. I joined like another group as soon as COVID started, like just joining different online groups, getting to like meet different people from different yeah. parts of it opened up like a different avenue, like a different world. And it's like, it's a new experience. At the end of the day, like experiences are like how you live and how you like learn. Mm. Just best out of them. Yeah, I'm st- I still haven't processed the fact that we're literally just living in a movie. Like, this is so unreal. Like, it's crazy. How did one little tiny microorganism have messed up the whole world. Apparently, the whole, like, apparently, if you were going to put every ounce of COVID in one place, it would be about a tablespoon. It would be like half an ounce. <laughs> or maybe not half an ounce, but like, you know, it would be just about like a tablespoon, which is crazy. It's, it's slowed down the growth of like seven and a half billion people. Probably. Uh, you know, geez. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I say the thing is, I feel like at this point, obviously, it's been such a long time since everything started that we've become used to it. It's only until you actually think about it, like, oh, damn, you know, you used to be able to walk up to a stranger and shake their hand. Well, yeah. They can <laughs> have a second. They're thinking about it. Or, or yeah. Yeah, being I, I don't even shake hands anymore. Like yesterday, I saw some, uh, like some of my mates' mate walking with him, right? And I, I bumped my mate, and it got to his mate. And I was like, Nah, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I don't mean to disrespect you, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not gonna bump you. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it's like, is it has been a case of, you know, obviously it's, it's quite a depressing situation and everything. But it's kind of like sink or swim, you know. Um, yeah. So, got made the most of what it is and yeah there have been some positives i suppose has come from it especially especially when we've all talked about see what we're involved in now we're all involved in the g team most likely i can i can account to say because of this pandemic you know um mm-hmm. and there's been probably more networking well definitely I, w- I wouldn't say necessarily more networking but networking and meeting people that i definitely would not have met and also mm-hmm getting in touch with a lot of old friends and old people that I haven't spoken to in a while as well. I feel like, sure. yeah, mm-hmm. you don't really have the time for that. Um, <laughs> obviously, when, when thing, you're, you're busy with everything um, yeah. and a pandemic's not going on. So, yeah, it has been nice to be catching up and everything. But mm-hmm. obviously, you know what? I like to be hopeful that these things, this, this isn't going to last forever. Um, yeah. Now, when we think about that, so how are you guys going to think you're gonna live your life like uh, is anything gonna change are you gonna just go back to the way where you were living obviously it's not oh, gonna... it would it would definitely go back to the way it was um how long it will take god knows but it would mm-hmm. definitely go back to how it was but do you opinion. think do you think your outlook on life and like the way you operate and everything has been changed permanently and you're gonna carry that through to the post-covid world or are you going to oh, yeah. live the way you sure. have been living before everything happened um, no, uh, I've got a point to raise. I've got a point to raise. <laughs> I was having a conversation with a friend about this. Yeah. And we think basically COVID might have acted as a catalyst for all of this, you know, like self development, like reflecting 
figuring out who you are like deeply mm. but also we might just be at the age when we're doing that anyway yeah yeah i was thinking about this literally like like, like was... you're forced you we were like forced into a state of self-reflection because there was just mm. nothing else to do like mm. first lockdown was mad I remember I was in my room, I was in my house, I was just I was just pacing about. I was just pacing about, huffing and puffing. I was thinking like what is going on? I really can't leave my house. Like what is going on? And yeah. you just like get really into like, you, you start thinking like inwards, mm. like what's going on? So I'm just here. Can't, can't move around. Like and you're forced to self-reflect. And I think that kind of just accelerates that process of like, you know. Coming of age now, I'd say like you know, you're becoming. We're getting to the point where now we're like figuring out who we want to be, like us. We're all like male, so who we want to be like as a man. And I think although we would have like had this period anyway, like COVID has definitely just boosted that, like that forced forced self reflection. Yeah, because like we're already in that age period. I think university was in that like twenty range. Coming from university to high school, it's like, it's basically just change. When you change from secondary school to like university, you have a different experience. It's like, how are you going to blend these experiences that you now come to know together? And then COVID is now another massive change as well, obviously. Like, you're not seeing people. It's just mm-hmm. like, it, like you said, just accelerated the process. And hopefully, like, I do, because like, it seems like everyone here, like, we've taken it like on the, on the positive notes and like, we've improved ourselves in that sense as well. There have been people that are probably taking it more negatively. Obviously, like in this situation, like anxiety could increase. You're obviously like alone. I guess there's some negative impacts that could come from it as well. So it's like every experience is an experience. It's like, I guess it's why perspective is very important as a human being. It's like, how are you going to experience? Like, what are you going to take from it exactly? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as you were saying, it's like we're, we're within that age where like a lot of development happens anyways but if i if i account for myself just within these last six to eight months or whatever i feel like i've I've developed like three years yeah even my uh, beard connected okay even <laughs> like like i'm telling you this lockdown just made me ate so much yeah the person <laughs> i'm an old man now it's just nowhere near the same yeah. as the person i was at the end of the year in terms of my, mm. my feelings towards myself and that where I was and where I want to be now is is, is completely yeah. different and I feel like like usually in normal circumstances I'd, I'd be here in like another in another year's time maybe so as you all said just because we all had so many so much time to think <laughs> I have a question for each of you that kind of like goes off the point that you've been making like in yeah. terms of like just you're like here right now and looking back and you're able to see and like analyze and just, you know, you can, you can basically just see each step of the way of your personal growth, right? Now, uh, on personal growth, for each of you guys, would you say it's been a conscious effort? Like, you envisioned where you are today, and you were like, I'm going to work towards it, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do that thing. Or would you say it's more been a passive thing? Things have happened to you, and like, they forced you to change. Or did you like have that goal of becoming this kind of person? I'm just curious. Um, for me, I had the goal of becoming this person, 
Mm-hmm. But the thing was, um, I don't know, I, I guess I was too busy, probably, maybe, I don't know, socializing or whatever. Um, and they didn't prioritize as much as I should have um, in the past two years, especially at uni. But uh, since the pandemic happened and not being able to, you know, socialize and just maybe doing like a house party call or something like an hour or two a day, mm-hmm. um, it, it really allowed me to just kind of get my stuff right. Um, and like, especially you just being on YouTube a lot, bro, mm-hmm. you see like YouTubers, they, they talk about like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. I'm like, okay, that's cool but like i really need to put into effort and stuff and just because you have so much time and you have nothing else to do you actually end up doing that kind of thing just because you know you've watched it somewhere you absorbed it you like i want to be that person Mm. and uh, yeah like honestly like the stuff that i've done in in this pandemic was the stuff that i had in my mind for the past two three years and i just finally had nothing to do where i just started these and i'm so glad i did is there anything in particular that you could say that you've took? Oh yeah, on? bro. Uh, we got we got reading books. We got trading. We got uh, reselling stuff. We got freaking. Um, oh, I literally this this thing just got approved today. Uh, like kind of like my own cooking show on the university's Instagram okay. page. Uh, I wanted to start like yeah, I wanted to start a page, but um, now I'm literally start. I'm not even starting from scratch because uh, they already have some audience. Mm-hmm. um so that's pretty cool and then um yeah like i'm I'm doing bits and here and there yeah it's great it's a great feeling isn't it oh bro i feel like i'm top of the world right now literally and uh i'm not gonna lie it also i, I always genuinely feel like this this all like this feeling that like you know your self-confidence and your attitude towards working also really depends on the music you listen to so <laughs> i yeah like get this so i used to listen to i don't know like you know um i still do i still do but mm-hmm. just way less uh i used to listen to j cole he's the goat the stories he tells the stories this guy tells um I used to listen to like J. Cole and like Frank Ocean. At one point, I used to listen so much to X and that kind of stuff. Mm. You don't realize, right? You feel like you're down, but in reality, it's just because you constantly listen to these musics. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, um, you know, they kind of change your mood. But Definitely. as weird as it sounds, as soon as I started listening to freaking Pop Smoke, everything just started being, started becoming better. I kid you oh. not, bro. <laughs> it's just so fun especially hey any anybody let me let me get close to the mic anybody out there who's struggling with mental health i promise you this i promise you this. just go on spotify apple music or whatever you listen to music to and just type in hotel lobby your life will never be the same we like to put lobby. a disclaimer that that is not a uh, actual professional medical advice but <laughs> Of course, we don't, we don't I'm, claim I'm, we don't claim advice works, but obviously feel free to try some of these things mm. in your own boundaries and let us know. You know if you're down, but yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely been, been cool for me. I would say it's entirely been uh, reactive for me. So things have happened to me, and as a result, I've had to adapt to that. There, there obviously has been times when. 
I've had to to be self more more self aware. But for me, that that's been everyone with this situation as well. So as a result, like I'd say, it's about seventy percent reactive, and it, it's been, and that has forced me to then think about the things that I think about now and how to move on from those things and develop. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, you know, when things slowly get back, because I know for sure I'm gonna be taking a lot of the mindsets and the practices that I do now, and then putting them into practice as well. I feel like I've also lost some basic social skills. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Remember that time we met up in uh, June? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just realized I can't I can't talk to people anymore. Like, what is going on? Doing <laughs> with my family. Do you know what? One thing I picked up over lockdown, it was the, the mentality of like, I genuinely don't care about what people think about me anymore. I'm just so to... out there right now. Like I'm diving into the deep end, bro, without knowing how to swim. Like, yeah, I just, I just got rid of that because I just felt like it was, um, it was stopping me at one point and I had to cut the ties, you know? Yeah. Yeah, laddie. Well, you how's it been? Yeah, laddie, you've been really quiet, man. Uh, I've been doing the talking. <laughs> Listen to you guys. Let me so like, was it a subconscious or a conscious decision? Yeah, yeah say, passive, active. Mm, I would say for me, like, I think back to last year summer. At the end of last year summer, I think that's when I made the decision in terms of like, okay, what am I going to do moving forward? So I think that, that was like one milestone that I hit. I was like, okay, I'm going to just... I was like, if I want, like, going to life, like, going through life to, like, die, what's one thing that you can always do? I won't really be bored of. I was like, okay, I could just keep learning things. I could just keep developing myself. Like, okay, this this is a good goal to have. I'm going to move forward with this. Obviously, it was second year of Mekens coming. Basically, so, okay, let me just, Mekens is going to be the main thing that I'm going to target using this regard. I'm going to, like, be serious as soon as the year starts. No more of that five different times. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't even lie at the end of, of it was still the same thing but it was improvements I can't lie it was a bit better yeah. but I had that mentality before that I was moving forward to that like it kept getting better kept getting better then when COVID hit it was like okay this free time is there I already had that mindset that I'm going to keep developing myself and I had this free time I was like okay there's a vast majority of things now that I could look at not just my kench so what did I start? I started reading books like Ali said. I started trading as well. But I didn't have to code. I was like, okay, let me just start learning any course that just seems interesting to me. I just want to need me. My sister sent me just like free. I could get some courses for free. Just got those courses on. I said, okay, let me start learning joining groups, joining groups of people. I joined like two groups doing that, two or three, like three or four groups during that period. Started reading groups. Uh let me just touch on some of the groups I joined. I think the first one was this faith group. So yeah, like one of the things about me is like I'm very interested in like what exactly truth is, Christianity, be that Christianity, be that like science, religion, whatever that is. Obviously, I grew up a Christian, so that was like my main focus at that time. So one of my goals, okay, I'm going to like build my faith every single day, like consistency, read my Bible, pray, learn more about these different things. I'm going to read different books, like how does the human mind work, psychology. Just like, let me just keep learning about life. Like, this is just interesting stuff. Let me start meeting people, join different groups. I started learning trading. I joined like this group of traders. Just like, this is a nice community to be in. Like, why not? It's like, life is literally like, why just why not? 
to join that group, uh, join the faith group. This was a very like interesting project as well. Like, I think the group ended up having like thirty people. So join the group is like thirty odd people, just like going towards that goal. One of my friends as well, she's Nigerian. She made this NGO. The purpose of the NGO is basically like to build up like young people of like ourselves, like creating projects to like help Africa as a whole. This could be obviously there's a seventeen UN goal. This could be education. This could be poverty. This could be the wide variety of things, just like helping other people. That's particularly like why I've enjoyed G Team. Like it's an opportunity to like help people, to meet people like yourself and just like go. Like the reaction of like this free time just like propelled me to just say, okay, what am I going to do with my life now? And look out, I have to fill my time with my time with things that are going to like make me grow as a person. I just found all these different projects, these different activities. Because as a human being, like I think one thing that like I learned, this was through reading one book as well, is that like, you're always, as a human being, you're always going to work. You're always going to want to solve problems. It's just an inevitable thing. Like, think about life. Are you really going to be like happy doing nothing? Like, you could be eating, you could be getting money through some means, but you're not doing anything, just in action. Like, you're not going to feel fulfilled. It could be a curse, but it's like, at the end of you, like, you live in this world, you're going to just have to accept it. It's just like, you have the ability and the freedom now to like give your time, give your energy to like problems that you find fulfilling. That at the end of the day, you can say, I'm proud of myself and you can just keep moving forward through life like that. So this period just like gave me that perspective. Okay, let me just find different things to move into now. I grew in my faith. I grew mentally. I was able to meet new people. Social skills dropped in baseball. I was able to like keep it like not too bad with your life. <laughs> Yeah, and then like when when like people started coming back again with an interesting experience. So like, how are you going to like maintain that momentum that you built doing like you no know, like you had all this free time to yourself. Now people are here. Now uni is back. So that was like, an interesting experience as well. Like adapting to that change, but again, it's like you you end up like growing through this as well. So yeah, that's just been it for me basically. Wow, that's crazy. I love mm-hmm. that. So it's just the most interesting thing to me, like, you know, you're looking, well, now you get to like look back on when either you made that decision or something happened to you and you had to react. And you can yeah. kind of see that timeline looking back, like, okay, at this point, oh, I didn't know I was going to make it through. I didn't know I was going to be able to be consistent. You weren't sure, but now you're here and you can see a lot of the benefits and that really encourages you moving forward. And that can even like cause you, okay, like what's next? Because like, even you, Ali, like, you've done s- some really cool things now. Like, that's amazing, having that cook shop. It's like, whoa. Does that not give you the confidence? Like, I can even do more now. Yeah. Like, like, you're excited to be where you are. You're excited for the future. And I think that's probably the most important thing, as well as, like, actually putting in the work to get that personal growth. It's also, like, <laughs> to reflect and see, like, how far you've come. It's definitely. You have to, like... You know, like you really see like your potential as a human being. Like looking back six months from now to where you are now, like these are skills. Like we probably all learned skills that we have now. We didn't have five six months ago, but you have those skills now. It's like as a human being, you have the ability to just put your mind to something. You can see, okay, I want to be this. Like you have, you may not know how yet, but you know you want to be this thing. You just need to have that goal and just keep working towards that. And like you can do it. 
I think um, I think one thing I've developed in the past two years at uni, which has led me to work um, a lot harder this year and like pursue every opportunity there is out there, is regret. Um, mm. I I've developed the fear of regret um, of like literally anything. I just I don't want to regret anything. I want to look back at my third year, be like, I did everything that I ever wanted at uni because mm. I was because I was scared that I would regret it in the future. Um, and like, yeah, that's 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 one thing that is at top of my mind right now. Like, if I think of something, I'm gonna do it because I don't want to regret it in like five years. Because um, like even like you know how I said like I'm doing this like YouTube uh, like this food show kind of thing on the Instagram mm-hmm. thing. Like me and Pete, we've been talking about doing YouTube since like since we were sixteen. Like bro, like we we were thinking <laughs> doing like skits. So I, like I at one point I did start like a YouTube shoot channel thing. I had like two videos. I got I deleted them, but yeah. yeah, like I was like fifteen. I just always wanted to do it. Um, not because I wanted to be like a YouTuber, it was just like I genuinely was interested in that thing and I wanted to be like the part of the community and I wanted to like feel like part of that community and stuff. Um, and then not doing it has led me to regret now. So I want to do them because I have so much free time. And also going back to what you said earlier, um, was that, uh, you know, like as long as you put your mind to it and you do the work, um, what I figured out recently is that motivation is a myth like it's so spontaneous it just comes and goes you don't feel like working every day nobody does right and what i've figured out is that um in reality what motivation should be explained as is you you should you should start doing something and the motivation will come to you rather than you get the motivation and you do something because i've been in a position so many times where it's like what I don't want to do something. Um, I might just do like, for example, my assignment, right? Um, I'll be like, okay, let me just start the intro. As soon as you start the intro, you think of something about writing you're like, okay, I don't know uh, much about it. So I'm going to go Google it. You Google it, you find out more information and you find out more and more and more. And you just like, kind of like build that interest. Hmm. Um, and then you actually start doing it just because you decide to write a paragraph in the intro, you end up like getting so much done. Um, and like, I get it. Like I find my phone really, uh, distracting. Um, I still do, but, um, yeah, like what, once you, you, motivation should be taught as once you start something, you know, it will come to you rather than you get it before you start something. Um, yeah. Like, like even like recently I've been doing like research on habit and that's one of like the main things that was mentioned. Like one you basically gave, you have this task, let's say you give yourself this challenge. Okay, yeah. I'm going to run every day. I'm going to do my assignments every day. Don't think too much. I just think, okay, I'm just going to achieve the first three minutes of this task. As soon as you simply start and you just keep going, you just find yourself wanting to continue. Mm-hmm. Like that's an interesting thing, but that's just actually how it works. Yeah. Like motivation mm-hmm. comes after you actually just start acting. It doesn't come before. Yeah, I was also gonna say like, if there's anybody out there who feels like, oh, maybe the degree that I picked at uni is not for me. If you think about it this way, if you feel like somebody you know kind of persuaded you, kind of tricked you, or pushed you into picking that uh, degree, um, 
just remember this, that you were the one who filled out the form. Um, <laughs> at the back of your mind, you must have been interested to have agreed with that person. Like, I personally, I had, like, in the past two years, honestly, the amount of times I have doubted that if I wanted to actually continue with engineering has been, like, way many more than actually just, like, being happy about picking engineering. Like, as an engineer, it's completely normal to mm -hmm. regret or <laughs> question your choice every day because um, it's just, it is a lot of work after all. Um, and also another point is that you basically, um, however long you give yourself to do a thing, it will take you that long. For example, I've mates who be like, all right, I'm going to spend a month doing like my, uh, what's it called? Project proposal, right? Um, I personally, I procrastinate a lot. I give myself about like 24 to 48 hours before the deadline to do it. Uh, I get as much as done as they do in a whole month. Uh, but obviously their, their stuff would be, you know, better quality. But um, yeah, like you legit, just like if, if you decide to give yourself like 24 hours uh, to do a task, you're going to get it done in 24 hours. But if you're going to give yourself like a week to do it, it's going to take you a week to do so that that's something I think people should uh, keep in mind, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's something I learned experientially as well. I guess linking mm -hmm. back to starting, and then yeah. engineering is not like it, just the content is a lot. So to mm -hmm. be able to like I'm always a witness to this. To be able to do like nine weeks of five modules in like the span yeah. of thirty-five days, like it doesn't make sense, but somehow like. We, done like this is the advice to like wait last minute because it's not nice <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> plus nights but it's just like like you said like if you set time to something like you can actually do it mm -hmm. honestly i'm telling you last year i wrote a whole assignment it was like it's like 12 pages or 14 pages i wrote the whole thing in freaking uh how long did it take like 48 hours what? So there you go, people. However long you give yourself through a task, that's how long it will take you. That's that's exactly it. It's Parkinson's yeah. law, isn't it? Work expands so as mm. to fill the time available for its completion, as they say. Jeez. <laughs> okay, okay. I figured this out myself. I didn't know there's something like this in the textbooks. Okay. <laughs> that, means, that means it's a true universal law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose we have so much time now, but I, I think we've obviously learned to utilize it the best. And that's why so I've been trying to set my own personal deadline so that, you know, I'm not moving the way that I used to be moving in terms of, because I know I got, I got to write like some 8,000 word dissertation for my placement as well. So 8,000? Yeah, so Lord have mercy. <laughs> I was like, that's a placement. Like, wait, why do I have to write anything? But yeah, trust. <laughs> as part of the diploma, and whatnot. I don't think I've ever written that many words. Um, I mean, you definitely have just been spaced out, you know. Oh, but, yeah, not not for like one assignment, an eight thousand <laughs> words, and never. I mean, everything's spaced out. The whole what well, I think it's one dissertation is five is five thousand words, but I have to do a five hundred word proposal and a. Some other 250 word like diary entries, right? That's what they got. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, is it, is it 800, not 8,000? No, 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 no. So if you add, add all the tasks together, it's, it's, it's 8,000 words, right? Roughly. 
But um, was it? Does yeah. anybody else like when they do a task, do they compare themselves to like, uh, like you know, like uh, sports players? I don't. I have in the past. You have in the past. Do you know why I feel yeah. like that? What I do is basically, for example, right, this is a real life scenario. It's not a hypothetical one. I have, <laughs> I have my uh, interim report, which is like fifteen percent of my dissertation due on Monday, mm-hmm. and it's about sixteen pages. And I've just planned it. <laughs> I still haven't started writing it. So in my mind, I'm like Kobe, bro. I'm going to make a comeback in the fourth quarter. I'm going <laughs> to clutch it. You know, I'm going to take the last second. But yeah, I think that's like one good way of like um, thinking of doing tasks is like comparing yourself to like sports characters and stuff. That's yeah, what I found it, helpful. It's like, yeah. you obviously, you have to have that balance. Like you have to have the confidence that when it comes to it, mm-hmm. like, and that certainty that, and this is how I always feel. Like, if I ever get behind, yeah. you, which is every semester, you get behind. Like no one's ever on top of the way through. But I always have to have that mentality that it's like I am going to. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to. Yeah. Play. And yeah. It's always better when you plan. It's always better when you like. I remember that I found this out like second semester last year. Oh my gosh! I was looking back and I'd, I've done the tutorials. I can't believe it. Like I felt like it felt like a superpower. But like always just having that mentality that no matter like how hard it seems right now, you're gonna get through it. Yeah. Like it's so important to like it gives you that focus and it gives you the confidence, like even if you don't believe it at the time, like just gives you gives you that like focus like I will do it, I will do it. I I guess that's Mm -hmm. just like positive affirmations. It does something for you, you manifest it. I think having faith is a very important thing, like if you have that thing in your mind that I'm going to do this, then affirmations make sense. Like, if you keep repeating it to yourself, so on. You just keep having that mentality running and running. Like, your actions are just going to follow suit in a way. Like, you mm-hmm. find doing things that, like, keep building you up towards that goal that you've set for yourself. If you have that defeatist mentality, or well, I'm not going to do this, like, and to, when you think about it, like, logically or practically, it's like, you're worrying about your work that you're going to do. It's something that, like, I tell myself when I start thinking too much, like, I'm going to have to do this anyways. I can actually just spend, like, my time, like, worrying or being sad about it, but it's like, I'm going to have to do it anyways. The other scenario, if I don't do it, then I'm going to fail. It's like, I might as well just get, get on <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like, obviously, don't delete yourself as well. You actually have to put in the work. <laughs> yeah. It's not just going to, like, it's not going to just materialise because you see it. But mm. it's good to have that mentality that yeah. and remind yourself that you're capable. Yeah. And that you do it. I say uh, when it comes to like work that you have to do, don't give yourself an option. Like, don't say, oh, I can't do this. No, you have to. You have no other option. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean... don't give yourself an option. Like, oh, yeah, if I get this percentage for this assignment, I can make it up in the exam. No, you can't. Yeah, no, no. Just do the work. <laughs> it, never yeah. works, it never works out like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of, um, that's something I used to do in the past was obviously try to attach a reward to mm-hmm. an action that I do. Usually I'll be saying, oh, I'll, I'll go out. Oh, no, I do that at the end of the week or something if, if I complete my work or something. Um, yeah. But more time this time it says at home, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll make a cake. That's, that's, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, again, this is like just one of the things like I saw in the research, like with building new habits, when you add like rewards to them yeah. and the emotional like happiness or like fulfillment, you add it to this new habit that you have. It's, it can work for good habits, but sadly it can work for bad habits as well. Like you have a bad habit, like it may be a bad habit, but like you feel good when you do it still. See, uh, yeah. exactly. I was gonna, I was gonna say this: the reward system for me just doesn't work. I get too excited for the end reward that I end up like procrastinating just because I'm keep thinking about the reward. So what I what I tend to do is I tend to just kind of like uh, like work, and then in that day, uh, you know, either hype myself up by listening to music and dancing in front of mirror as you do. <laughs> or uh, I, I tend to just like, you know, just like uh, reward myself daily rather than like weekly. Uh, even if that's like a something small reward or something, I'd be like, oh, I can, I can uh, play on my laptop or I can, uh, I don't know, go out for basketball or whatever. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think for me as well, like, like I, I try to look at things daily, like mm-hmm. every single like am I, like the worst system at the end of the day, like have I done enough work? Yeah. Like always, mm-hmm. when I start thinking so far ahead to tasks I have to do one week, two weeks later, it does more worse than good for me. Like it just brings anxiety in a way. Like you're thinking about something that's so far ahead that you can't really control. Mm-hmm. Like right, right now, like you could spend this time doing the work instead of thinking of work that's so far ahead. And as you just, every single day, like are you putting in the work daily? Because Right now, being present, like, am I doing what I have to do right now? And that's just like the way to move forward. And you just find like it builds up. If every single day you're having an efficient day, it's like just net positives, positive every day, positive every day, positive every day. And over a span of one month, just going to have you badass positive, basically. Yeah, exactly. That's something I've really had to learn as well, just over this period. Um, I used to always just think, like a week or two weeks or three months a year ahead and everything but that's just yeah as you said it's so hard to manage because you you don't know what the situation is going to be like things can change right so it's been really about just taking it day by day um and yeah that's really helped as well and 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 like i'm doing a lot about habit study and everything i think it's so interesting like reading books around habits like um i'm listening to podcasts and everything around it and it's this is really helped when i'm trying to like remove a lot of negative habits that I've been quite self-aware of. And the key for me has just been cutting out the cues. Let's say me being on my phone too much, the cue is literally just seeing my phone, that's the cue. So sometimes I don't see it, I put it behind my laptop or something and that really helps me. And mm-hmm. on, yeah. on like positive things, like I try to so pick up meditation and I always try and meditate. Because you wake up every day and you'll always brush your teeth, right? So I associate meditation with brushing my teeth by always meditating after I brush my teeth. So it kind of becomes, this is something that I read from the book, actually, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you heard about it? It's, it's, Atomic Habits? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I read it before, but obviously I've been going over it again and again. And it's so interesting. Oh, yo. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Hold on, hold on. Where's, where's that's my that? next, that's my next book, bro. But yeah, that book. <laughs> Are we all recommending a book at the end of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we got to talk about books right now. Yeah. But yeah, that, that book, um, one Ooh. of the best books I've read. You got me hyped up. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's essentially just about, obviously, your systems because essentially you can set goals for yourself. But mm. really, if your systems are already good and effective, you'll most likely reach those goals without 
um, even setting them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like your goal is to is to win the league. Your systems is your training center, your diet, your consistency, the teamwork, things like that. Like that's a much yeah. more important thing to focus on than the goal. That's something that the, the book teaches, and I think it's also they break down every habit into the cue, the craving, the response, and the reward, and basically mm-hmm. reverse engineer that into whether you're trying to. I was gonna habits or bad habits. But yeah, it's been it's been oh, very interesting. <laughs> sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut your thing up, but I was gonna say basically, um, the law of attraction really works. Yeah, like. If you have something in the back of your mind, you constantly say it to yourself. You constantly remind yourself, yeah, think, yeah, think and grow rich. There you go. Uh, yeah, like it, it's, it genuinely works, honestly. Like, um, and also if, if you feel like uh, you're trying to reach a goal, but you don't, you, you feel like, um, you, you feel like you're not reaching there. Like, for example, me, um, obviously, like Bruno being my backup. Um, Literally, like, 99% of the people, apart from all the design students, no, some of the design students, including, uh, like, Brunel was their backup. Like, you barely hear somebody uh, put Brunel as their first choice, but thank God, it's, like, it's amazing over here. But, um, yeah, like, um, I, the, the way I thought of it when I came to Brunel, even though at first I didn't want to, uh, I've completely changed my mind about it now. I'm so sad leaving I'm leaving, but um, the the way I thought about it at first was uh, it's better to be a big fish in a small pond than a, a you know like a small fish in a big pond. Although I think about it now, you could grow into the big pond as a small fish, down. But um, but like you know, it, it's like if you don't get there, or you feel like you're not getting there, just hold on. Honestly, everything just again law of attraction. Everything just comes in a line. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely agree with what you were saying. Like for me, I had that issue when I first started at Love Pro. I didn't get into my first choice. Like, and... Hold on, Love Pro wasn't your first choice. What? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I ended up in Love Pro anyway eventually, and like, mm. I didn't have that mentality where it was just like. Wherever I am, I'm going to do the best I can. And yeah. I didn't even recognize how great of like a position I was in. And mm-hmm. it was just like this whole thing of like understanding. And I know you you touched on this before, like maybe you don't want to do your course. Maybe there's this, maybe there's that. It doesn't matter. Like, at university, the opportunities are endless. Like in terms of for, de- for, for like development, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like if you're not liking your course, I don't know, join a society. If it's not a society, try a new sport. Like track like there's there's so much that you can do at any given point. So like having that growth mentality where it's like wherever I am, I'm going to flourish. That's probably like the one thing I would say you should take with you anywhere in life. Mm. For sure. Like it doesn't matter if it's a big pond, small pond, it doesn't matter if it's not even a pond. It yeah. might it might be it might be a paddling pool, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Just flourish, like have the mentality, I'm going to flourish here. I'm going to grow. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to better myself. I think like, I know that this isn't really the question, but it's just like, if I had one piece of advice that I could give to people who might be listening to, this, listening to this going into uni, also just like any stage of life, but I'll just like speak on what I know, university, like 
take the opportunities that there are available to you because there are loads. There are loads and like use them to flourish as well. I was actually talking about this uh, on another podcast I did. Shout out to the student cast. Uh, shout out to Vlad. Pow, pow, pow. Can we get some ad libs in the background, please? Uh, <laughs> can I go to woo? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, uh, like honestly, even at Brunel, like, there's so many opportunities. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but I guess it's just, um, like, yeah, going back to what you said, like, growth mentality is all it takes for you. Um, like just to put it out there, if you if you think that you know everything, that's not growth mentality. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you always have to like I, the, what, the way I view myself right now is I'm always wrong. Like I say whatever I say about whatever topic, even if I'm mm. like the expert in the group, I still want to hear other people's uh, you know opinions, definitely point of views, because like you, it just might be something that you just haven't thought about, you know? Yeah. For sure, yeah. definitely having that perspective as well of what is envisioning that you're sort of the, the dumbest, not necessarily the dumbest, but you have, yeah. you have the least knowledge in that room because that's the only way you allow yourself to grow. And like, especially at uni, there's so many different mm-hmm. types of people, different people from so many different walks of life. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, it's, it's so it's so amazing just to immerse yourself within all those different experiences and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very, very. Interesting indeed. This has been a nice one, man. <laughs> yeah, been. man. Enjoyed it very much. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Lovely chill talks. I mean, yo, we can we can talk about it for ages. Like we can, you know, we should we should do another episode of just book talk with some recommendations. Yeah. yeah. We can do another yeah. Episode, yeah. top one hundred and fifty quotes about books. But, yeah. Yeah. I suppose. I, I mean, we do a little teaser. I suppose that, that that's where we'll round off. It's like if you guys are. So on some last notes, there's anything, any particular lessons that you've taken from a certain book or just anything in general? Then yeah, what do you want to leave the audience with? Yeah. Um, actually, you know what, Larry, go you, you, Larry, you go first. Actually, I'm still thinking to go on. Think um, on. I, I was gonna say, um, going back to having growth mentality. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Um, people, I think people need to realize that and people need to realize that the only way the world gets better is by people improving. And the only way that people improve is by making mistakes. And yeah, like, I don't think anybody should be afraid of making mistakes public or in private. That's why you head in, you dive head in first and then you learn how to swim. So yeah. Hope that made sense. That's what I'll leave you guys with today. It's like, I even link this back to like Ali's fear. The only one fear that like I can say I have is a fear of not fulfilling my unlimited potential. And I really feel like that's how it should be for anyone. Like you need to realize that like, you as a person, like you're who you are now, but you have the potential to literally be anything that you want. Stopping is your fear of, and your fear could be anything. It could be like what people think about you. It could be if you're not going to if you're not going to make what you make. But at the end of the day, like even if you don't achieve whatever it is that you put your mind to, like just ex- just enjoy the journey. Like life, life is for journey. Like you don't have to add yeah. some stress. You don't have to like attach your meaning to any activity that you give yourself to. Like take your meaning from who you who you believe that you are. And when you have that much self confidence in yourself, when you just 
you know what you are deep inside. You have that good self-identity. You don't need to worry about anything else that's external. And what you find is that like, you feel this motivation, you feel this happiness to actually go out into the external and do amazing things. So yeah, just fulfill your potential. Like you have so much inside you and just like explore that. Anything that drops into your mind, just give yourself to anything that drops into your mind. Like this life is long and interesting and like just enjoy it basically. Yeah. yeah. Dope, 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 dope. And yeah, it's been a very, very enjoyable conversation. It always is on his podcast. And yeah, for anyone listening, if you want to catch these two guys on any advice or anything, I'll be linking the um, Instagrams and socials in the bio in the descriptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And LinkedIn's obviously, if there's any last project you want to shout out, shout them out right now. And yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, pretty much anybody who's interested in engineering or what, how, stuff happens around uni feel free to follow my linkedin i've been uh vlogging uh, sorry blogging not vlogging i've been <laughs> blogging uh the stuff that we've been doing at the uh at Brunel and how we're making it happen and yeah yeah whatever interest you have i don't really mind what course like all courses kind of, i have interest in i have a yeah. bit of interest in like thing so yeah just get my linkedin let's connect mm. <laughs> yeah man. yeah all right, guys. Been enjoyable. It's been good news. Enjoyable. All right. Yeah. yeah. Been a pleasure. Thank you for having us on. Of course, man. Anytime. And yeah, see you guys. No, 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 no. Come on. What's thank it? you. What thank you. Hey, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and yeah, we shall see you guys on the next episode. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Guys.